Hi, welcome to Traditional Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Carl Lovick, and today we're going to be talking about ancestral science. What exactly have traditional indigenous healers been doing for thousands of years? What is this science really all about? I'm going to get to it today, and I'm also going to talk a little bit about energetic complications. So I'm going to see if I can squeeze both of them in there, but this should be a pretty packed uh, episodes. If this is the first time you've been tuning into this podcast, let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect. We're going to be talking about Amazonian and High Andean healing traditions of Peru. It's really all about me distilling nine years of experience volunteering for healers and their centers so that you can feel a little bit closer to understanding what these traditions and medicines are all about. All right, so let's get started. Ancestral science, what is it all about? What have the Kiro been up to for thousands of years? What have ancient societies been up to for thousands of years? What exactly is it that we're missing in today's world? Here is the scoop on ancestral science. What you can see is the physical. This is the world of biomedicine. This is where medicine has really advanced in the physical. So if there's a cut, they're going to treat trauma. They're going to they're going to put stitches. They're going to give you antibiotics. They're going to give you painkillers. They're dealing with the physical right here, right now, which is awesome. Okay. Now in ancestral science, this is just the peak. This is the um, the tip of the iceberg. What you see in the physical. This is the last frontier. I guess you could say this is where the last step of manifestation happens here in the physical. Okay, but underneath that physical, there's a lot of energetic information, a lot of things that are going on in order to orchestrate this physical to come into being. Now, this world of energetics is what traditional indigenous healers look at and study. They study this orchestra that's going on underneath and they study how this brings about the material world into being. I really like to look at our healers as energetic coders. They're kind of like the matrix, the people in the matrix. They understand kind of like the matrix that with the coding, you can change the physical. So you can almost um, defy a lot of the rules that we have in the physical by coding it. So everything that lies underneath is really what uh, what determines what the physical will do. So they they study that. And a lot of these ancient cultures study that as well in their own way, with their own techniques, with their own um, wisdom. So that is kind of what it is that ancestral science is all about. It's understanding the energetic codes that inform the physical. Okay, so the way that I like to look at this world and really more like our bodies, the way that I like to look at it is we are houses, right? Before that house is built, there is a blueprint that you follow. If the blueprint is right, then you're going to build a perfect house. But if the measurements are off or someone makes changes that are going to make you build a, a faulty house, then then that's going to be a problem. But but it starts at the blueprint of the house. It, it starts with the plans. And what the Kiro and what traditional healers do is they look at those plans to make sure that they are right. And the thing about our plan is that we have a perfect plan when we are born, when we're created, given to us by God. And God constantly tries 
universe to find a way to get us to that perfect plan again. Now, sometimes that plan is altered by people. That is one way that that plan can be altered. So the cure will look into the code and make sure that nobody has altered it and then are able to make sure that the plan is, is goes back to where it was originally meant to be. So how do people change the code? Well, there's some ways that people create delays in our code or in each other's code. And that energetic complication is called atrasos, which is delay in the field. And this is a particular kind of energetic complication that the curios see. Basically, what it does is it sets you back energetically. It's holding you back from your optimal health, your, your true potential. There's many ways that delays are created in our field. You can create delays in, in fields by just wishing someone not great things, by having jealousy, by having anger, by having resentment, these kinds of things. Really feeling that for someone informs their field, believe it or not. Something that pops to mind is a Japanese researcher um, that, you know, he was just curious about the metaphysical and he wanted to see if words or music could affect water. So he would do things like write anger on a water cup and see what would happen. And then he would freeze it and then he would look at the crystallization of the water and he would see that it kind of matched the words. And really what he was trying to prove was that our words, our feelings, our thoughts have an influence on the material. And this is exactly what we know to be true from ancestral science. People can be affected by a variety of things like thoughts, emotions, feelings, intentions. Energetically, we're kind of like sponges. We, we are also like jellyfish. We're very delicate and we respond to everything because... At our best, we are responding with our environment, and, and at our best, that environment is, is pretty healthy. Um, but when we have challenging times and when people aren't quite at their best, this is, is kind of bites us in the, in the rear. But um, so that is kind of how delays can happen. Delays can happen by someone just wishing you harm. And depending on who that person is, depending on different factors, depends on whether how, how bad that um, delay will be in your field. Another way that people can generate delays for others' field is through tampering with the code. And a lot of people call this witchcraft or call these people sorcerers, witches, things like this. But basically, it's people that know uh, about this kind of science, but go in and, and change code to cause harm to another person and basically sabotaging that original design, making sure that it is not doing what it's supposed to. And the cure will go into the field and be able to 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 determine that. But some of the ways that we know that there's some sort of problem, some of the symptoms are, you know, depression, suicidal ideation, um, addiction, accidents, kind of sometimes there's a lot of tragedies that happen in the family, um, depending on what side was affected by this delay. Um, so there's a lot of different things that can really signal that there's a delay in the field of this kind. So that is kind of what they do. And then the Kiro are able to basically erase that imprint and allow for the original imprint that is kind of your God-given imprint to come back and give it strength to just grow back. So it's something that people don't know about witchcraft and stuff like this and something that the ancient Egyptians understood the concept from waste comes life. It's really so 
simple, but with the story of the sacred dung beetle, which really makes its home and basically puts its eggs in waste and complete dung um, and how life comes from it. It it was just, I think it was a protection because it was a truth of life that no matter what happens, that bad situation is actually fertilizing your growth. It's acting as the nutrients that you need to take things up to the next level. So when people do witchcraft, you're really just giving that fertile ground for that next seed to grow. You may try to do these things to people. You know, you might want to alter the code and try to mess with them and all this stuff. But really, the way that uh, life works is that you are, without knowing, you are still on the same side. So people that do harm uh, to other people, maybe it will affect their family, but eventually life will find a way to bring someone to break that uh, energetic complication that was put on that family. So it's just a matter of time. And what happens is you're actually expediting the strength of that lineage. Uh, You're not really harming them. You are only allowed to do what you're doing because God always finds a way to correct that and actually uses it for the benefit. (laughs) So you might think that you're, you might think that there's two sides. There isn't. There's just one side that knows what the path is, and then there's another side bucking it, but anyway complements the true path. So it is what it is. But really, at the end of the day, I think um, when people alter fields for selfish gains or when they alter fields because they're resentful and they can't deal with uh, having to forgive and and build themselves up um, in terms of their values, they're really just hurting themselves because the more and more you do these things, the further away you drift from who you really are. And I think that is hell in itself drifting away from who you truly are. So that's another way that things are altered by people going into the cold and altering it for selfish gains. So, the, and, and atrasos are really only generated by humans. That is something that the Kiro understand. That's what they say to us. Out of all the animals on earth, we're the only ones that create delays in field. We're the only ones that create this kind of heavy energy that affects people. So yeah, that is a little bit about the delay that delay complication there's a there's a few other ones that i'd like to kind of talk about um but i think that i'm going to cut it off on atrasos and then we're going to talk about two other very common energetic complications that the kiro come across in the next few episodes but we're going to keep on really honing in a lot of these concepts and Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this helped a little bit to understand really what ancestral sciences are really about. So they're really about understanding the energetic codes that are used for manifesting the material. And for the most part, everything is always perfect until something damages that code. And there's a few ways that that can happen. And that is what we kind of talked about today, just to recap. But that is all for today. And I look forward to talking more about all these things with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't liked our Instagram, go ahead and do that so we can keep in touch. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Have a good one. (laughs) 